like I've just been off it's, my it's game. It's pregnancy brain, even though you're not pregnant. Yeah, and and you know, as a father, <laughs> uh, you, you really only think about your child. I'm dead. I'm so dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I feel bad. everyone welcome back to your story matters the podcast i'm your host austin williams and on this episode you're going to get to know my friend nicole kirkman she is fantastic she did a great job she was a great guest you get to hear all about her music career everything she's doing in that world you get to learn about her social media presence and we have just a great talk we had some questions that you guys sent in on my instagram at austin williams c if you're interested and uh, we asked her those questions. She answered them very well. So, you know, dive into the episode, get to know Nicole a whole lot, and follow her on all the platforms where you can find her. Hey, guess what? This is the end of season two. That's right. We made it through two seasons of Your Story Matters. Give it up, everybody. I'm the only one in here. Okay, so anyway, it's been a great, great, great two seasons we met some great guests this, and it all started with Roy this summer. Season two started with Roy, my friend Roy DK, this summer, and uh, here we are in Christmas time, as uh, at the time of this recording, ending it with Nicole. And uh, yeah, we met a lot of good, good, great people, extraordinary people with extraordinary stories. And uh, if you want to relive one of those episodes, go back and listen to them. Or if you want to go way, way back, uh, we're talking February and on to season one. Uh, go check those out too, where we started with Kyle Edenfield, another good friend of mine. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been great. I, I hope you heard the last episode uh, with my friend April Rich. I think, that, yeah, that was the last one that came out. And uh, in that one, I announced that I'm starting a brand new podcast called Brothers Argue. That's right. A brand new podcast called Brothers Argue, where it features myself and you guessed it, my brother, where we discuss the world and essentially argue about it because we have differing opinions all the time and if you've been around us before in person you know that things can get pretty heated pretty quickly and so we thought hey let's record it (laughs) so that's what we did Um, we have a couple episodes that have been recorded but that will be launching more than likely in february Uh, so follow the instagram at brothers argue and you can enter into a giveaway by doing so and uh, there's no content on there right now, but the first thing that will be posted will be a giveaway. So make sure you follow us at Brothers Argue on Instagram. Hey, thanks so much for listening all this time. I hope you enjoy the awesome ending of season two with my friend Nicole Kirkman right now. Okay, everyone, welcome back. I'm here <laughs> with Nicole. Hey. Nicole is a singer. She works at, um, I guess... As a pastor, I'm supposed to say a sister church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right down the road from me, Midway. Mm-hmm. And uh, how long have you worked there now? Um, well, I just got hired on full time. Yeah. At Midway for like to be on staff, but I've been working there like around there, you know, leading worship stuff like that for like three years now. So. You were an intern. Yeah, I was an intern first. And then you've just ranked up. Yeah, you wow. know. The Lord blessed me well. So. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank I'm, you. Thank you. I remember two years ago when we met. Yes. And you were just a little, Nicole. I was a little duckling. Yeah. Like, it now was... you're a grown up, just leading yeah. other little 
Yeah. Ducks across the road. Absolutely. Ah, yikes. I hope so. (laughs) What a start. Okay. So, Nicole uh, is a friend of mine. We we just came off of an event together like a month ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I was speaking. I was speaking. I was speaking. (laughs) And you were singing. Right. Obviously. And uh, you kill it. Thank you. Her huge. I try, okay. man. You always kill it. You have you have amassed all these like fans. I don't know if you're. It's well, a, I have fans. Yeah, you have fans. Oh. It's weird to say that in like the uh, Christian world. Yeah. But you do. <laughs> you have fans. So like there are people like if we promote something, let's mm-hmm. just use this D now for example. Okay. And we use an image that uh-huh. has Nicole in it. <laughs> I'm I'm being just straight with you. I'm dying. Our engagement goes up. For real? Versus like if I put Kyle in it. Oh my know? god. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Kyle, sorry. if you're out there, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I love you so much. You have we great love you. You great hair. Uh-huh. Always. So tan. Okay. Shoe game. Ooh, shoe game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on point. We can't talk about Kyle this whole time. You're right, you're right. So anyway, you do have fans. When people know Nicole's gonna be somewhere, they're yeah. excited to be there. Well, that's so wild. have you noticed that or no? I like I have, but for me, it's like I'm just meeting new people. So, and I'm I'm super extroverted. So sure. a lot of the time, I'm just like, oh, like I'm just meeting new friends. Like this isn't like a fan base, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think it's really like it, the word fan to me is really weird. You know? I w- yeah, there's a, a really cool word going around called influencer. You know, yeah, like um, yeah. I think everyone. Almost everyone aspires to be some sort of an influencer, mm-hmm. and I, there's been terms like micro influencer, max influencer, yeah. Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself an influencer? Influencer to <laughs> any degree? Um, I'll put it this way: I think everyone is an influencer in some way. Mm-hmm. I think that um, my realm of influence would probably be just genuine influence. So for me. What I put out on like Instagram or Facebook, stuff like that, um, it's meaningful to me and it's what I want people to realize is worth um, showing and having passion for. You know, um, I think I do influence people in some way. Um, People come up to me and ask me questions about, you know, faith and different things like that and music and I'm always down to talk, but it's weird like to put myself in like a oh, I'm an influencer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or um, or I'm a creative. Like, I, I think I'm just Nicole. And Well, it's a tough question anyway. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, if you if you want to answer, I think that answer is perfect <laughs> because I agree with that. I think if you have any following, whether it's 2 to 2,000, yeah. you're influencing somebody more than likely. Mm-hmm. And so, but it is tough if you're asking someone, are they an influencer? If they say no, then you're like, oh, don't, you know, don't beat yeah. yourself up. They say yes. And you're like, oh, you're a little cocky, aren't you? <laughs> you're you know? a little much, aren't you? Yeah. So, uh-huh. no, I think that's perfect. I, I do agree with that. A hundred percent. But this is called Your Story Matters. Right. So you obviously have a story. I do. So I want you to share it. You, you're a singer, mm-hmm. but you're, you're so much more than that, obviously. How, where did you live you yeah. know, before you got to Carrollton? Where did you live? Carrollton. Yeah. I mean, how did you get into music? Just start Just yeah. start from the beginning. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start from childhood. I'll, I'll give you like a little testimony background. Yeah, hit it. Type thing. Um, so I became a Christian when I was... About 11, mm-hmm. um, fifth grade, I remember it was like summer fifth grade, and I lived in Orlando at the time. That's where I'm originally from, if you if you wanted to know. I love Orlando. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great, great area. Mm-hmm. Um, but I moved to Georgia when I was in sixth grade, and so when I moved up here, I moved to a town called Flowery Branch. 
flowery. Yeah, it sounds just as like isolated as Carrollton does. Sure. Um, but you know, um, moved up there. It's in North Georgia, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just like got into the scene of like theater and music and all that stuff, and got into FCA, different things like that. Made friends with you know other Christians because at the time I was a fresh Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, I always had like a passion for music. So it wasn't something that I was like, oh, like, I don't think I'm going to go after this. It was more so like, let me get plugged in. Let me find out what it looks like to really go after a passion that I might have. Interesting. And at the time I was like, oh, I'll do chorus and I'll do musical theater, stuff like that. And so I was devoted to like creative arts when I was in school. Um, and I decided in seventh grade that I wanted to like pick up a guitar and learn how to play. Um, my parents were like, what, what are you even doing? Like you're, you could be an athlete or you could be doing something different, but instead you're like, you're into this. So mm-hmm. we'll put you in lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started lessons. I was in what guitar lessons for maybe a year. Um, and then I stopped because I decided I wanted to do athlete, athlete stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I, I really thought for a long time that music, I was like, okay, I'm good at this. And like, I might be able to like do talent shows every once in a while and have fun with my friends. And maybe that's all it's ever going to be. And I got into high school and was like just a devoted student. I was a devoted athlete. I I was a, like I did track and and did volleyball and um, I was in like every honor society I could remember. And I just remember feeling like there was just something that I wasn't doing right. Um, and I had like been surrounded by Christian community from, you know, when I was young to that point. Um, but I was always like searching for like, okay, like what is it that I, I should be doing? Like, what is the special thing that God made me to do? Um, and I didn't realize at the time, like God had already like made that very clear that music was a part of who I was and what my story was about to be. Um, I just didn't, I had no idea. I thought, oh, I'm just going to be a normal kid. I'm just going to be like everyone else. Yeah. Um, and so um, when I came to college, to Carrollton, yeah. um, I was like, okay, like I'm here. I'm going to establish myself. I'm going to find out what it is, whatever it is that God has for me. Um, and I remember my freshman year, I was so lost. I came here. I thought I was going to be like a doctor. Um, no. But, you know, like, absolutely not. Like, I couldn't even see the side of blood without, like, wanting to faint. So, like, what even was... That would be a problem. Yeah, like, what was I doing? Um, And so, my sophomore year is when I, like, felt, like, God tugging at my heart. And he was like, Nicole, I want to use you. Um, I want to use you in music, specifically, like, worship leadership. Mm -hmm. And this happened at a conference that I went to. So, I went to a conference in, like, Chattanooga, with our college ministry, uh, campus outreach at the time. And I, that's where I met, um, someone at Midway. His name is Brian. He introduced me to David Lanza and they, like, I got back to Carrollton after I'd been at that conference and they were like, let's do this thing. And I was like, let's do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what this is going to be, but like, let's do it. Um, so that's how it all started. That's how it all began. I moved to Carrollton on a whim. I I don't even know why I chose West Georgia, to be honest. Um, but that's the college I'm in. I'm about to graduate. And congrats. Yeah, thank you. Thank Go you. Go Wolves. I know, right? Woo. Um, but yeah, that's like I guess that's kind of how it it all got to this point. Yeah. Um, 
So now you're a part of Midway Music. I am, yeah. And you've done some great stuff. Your first single (laughs) with them came out this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. Now remind us the name. Build My Life. Build My Life. Check it out. Plug. Ooh, yeah. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. (laughs) You nailed that. Thank you. And to me, because, you know, I, I always tell people, like, all of my friends, mm-hmm. like, I have friends here, obviously, at First Baptist Villarica, but all the a lot of the people I've grown up with yeah. are all at Midway. They're all leading worship yeah. at Midway or, or helping with sound or mm-hmm. uh, pastoring to some degree. And uh, Nicole just came out of nowhere, <laughs> honestly. I was like, all right, she's That's how good. I feel. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> but you, it was like, here you were. And now you're like center stage, man. I mean, killing it. Thank you. Um, have you have you noticed your love for music grow yeah. in this time of being a part of Midway Music? So definitely. Um, I would have to say, oh my goodness. Okay, so when I first started out, I was so scared. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and now I am like, well, about three years in, and Midway Music has like actually taken off. Yeah. Um, which like we're so blessed to be able to do what we do it's been featured all over the place yeah right like now. it's insane to me like i'm like we're so blessed um and over the years like i have learned so much about myself and like the type of music that i like and like how i want to honor god in that right um i think i was having a conversation with like a couple of the musicians that you know i play with and mm-hmm. They were, you know, talking to me and they're asking me, like, you know, do I prefer to sing worship? Like, or do I prefer secular music? Like, what, you know, what is my favorite thing to do? Yeah. Um, and I genuinely love worship music. Like, mm. and so for me right now, like, I, I'll write, like, music in my spare time. Um, and I won't finish it, but I see myself, like, working more and more and more towards what, God has brought my way, which is like pure worship, you yeah. know, um, and being honest and being genuine and being true. And so music for me now more than anything is like, okay, how am I going to lead people well to know who Jesus is? Right. But also like, let's be real in it. Like, let's be truthful. Um, before, like when I was in high school, like music was just like, oh, you know, something to listen to. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could, you know, hum a rhythm or, or a melody here or there. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like, genuine organic like it is now um and so i'm finding that i have found a love for it beyond what i used to um so yeah i guess that answer yeah absolutely yeah i I think it's did you ever see yourself like when you were in the crowd Mm -hmm. being a part of the worship or or any form of music did you ever see yourself one day being on the stage and leading i mean we're talking thousands i know of people i mean did you ever see that happening um Okay, this is a funny, like, a little story that I have, I guess, that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. So um, my freshman year of college at University of West Georgia, I went to Midway on a whim. So I walked in, and I was like, I think I want to join this church. I brought a couple of my friends with me, um, and we sat in on an Easter service. And I remember walking in there and instantly feeling like this is where I'm going to be mm-hmm. for. I don't know how many more years of my life, but this is where I'm going to be. Like I knew God had brought me there. um, And it was like an instant, like, okay, Nicole, like this is, this is your home. It may not be like all your friends 
you know, place to grow, but this is about to be your home for the next couple of years. Right. I don't know when that's going to stop, you know, but it, it's like, that's what I knew. Like everything inside of me was like, God brought me here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I remember like when I was younger saying like, I'm going to sing one day and I'm going to do something like for God. Um, but I didn't really understand what that looked like. And I thought worship leading was cool. Like when I was in like seventh grade, I, I remember I was on the phone with m- one of my friends and I told her, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we like became worship leaders one day? Uh-huh. And she was like, what are you even saying? Like, why is that? And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. But like, doesn't it look really, really awesome? Mm-hmm. And fast forward, like here I am now doing this. Yeah. And I think, I think it was always, I mean, I know it was always God's plan. Sure. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, I didn't understand what that looked like. And I did not think I was going to be on Midway's stage. I just like, I hoped. And that was a very, very, very big, you know, dream, Yeah. honestly, for freshman year, Nicole in college. But I mean, it's honestly so cool to see that like years ago, what the Lord instilled in my heart is like coming to fruition now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really fun to watch, uh, <laughs> from six miles down the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what I really love about it is how we, we do so much collab work, you know, yeah. as far as the two churches and it may not be on such a macro base as, yeah. but, but micro level, like we do a lot of things together mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and our churches are so different in that, you mm-hmm. know, just stylistically, right. You know, like our Sunday morning is completely a different worship experience yeah. than what Midway experiences. Yet the two are very successful. Midway is what, what they do, like with the Midway music that is now just starting to just take off. I remember when the first album came out almost two years ago. Yeah. And I was like brand new to everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It was I'm, pink. It was pink with like yellow and yeah, and orange. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when it came out, I remember thinking, I was like, "Oh well, this will be good." You know, yeah. That's all <laughs> because I, you know, I've I've grown up with Kyle, and so mm-hmm. albums came out all the time, and right. I was like, oh, "They're pretty good," you know, and uh-huh. um, and then you know, getting to know Dave, and he's put out stuff, and I'm like, "Man, this is really good." Yeah. And then it just got better and better uh-huh. <laughs> and better, and you're like, "Ooh," like- to the point <laughs> where this last album that just came out, yeah. Songs for the House, Volume 2. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Plug. Yes. Shameless plug again. Oh, so. my gosh. So I text Dave. So I think I was in I think I think was in Egypt when it came out. So I didn't I didn't get to post or say anything about it. Uh-huh. Um, but it, a couple of days ago, I text, I text Dave. Yeah. And I'm going to be very honest. And everyone, oh, man, I've stopped doing this so much, but I get, I get made fun of a lot from this <laughs> podcast because I get very over-complimentary okay, of yeah. the guest. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But I'm not, this isn't, I'm not being Chick-fil-A right now, okay? Okay. I'm not. All right. <laughs> though, though, Dave, you are my Chick-fil-A. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I text Dave mm-hmm. and I said, this is one of the best things to happen to Christian music. Mm. And I, I genuinely believe that. Mm-hmm. Really, when, when I heard the first song on the album, um, it was you and Siegel. Yeah. I forgot the name. Raise a hallelujah. Raise a hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay, so that that intro, yeah, into it, and then it, it just the whole thing hits just uh-huh. hard the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, this, <laughs> this is good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went to the next song, and I was like, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. And I went to the next song, next song, all nine. And by the time I quit listening, I took a break. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you got to, you know. Then that day I had to cut the grass. Oh man, listen all nine again. <laughs> and uh, Matt, it really is. You guys are, are killing it, really. Thank you. So 
I think uh, I think this is a good time to take a quick break, and then we'll get back. We're gonna ask Nicole some questions, mm-hmm. go a little deeper into her life, yeah, and then we'll probably get out of here. All right. <laughs> there you Sounds go. Good. All right, let's take a break. We interrupt this incredible episode that you've been so intently listening to to bring you two sponsors. That's right. Two free sponsors. Free because they involve myself. Um, but they're both incredible, so just hold on because they're great. Don't don't skip this. You're going to want to hear it. Number one, the West Georgia D-Now. If you are in the West Georgia area, and I'm talking from Douglasville to Bremen, from Carrollton to Dallas, the West Georgia area, I want to personally invite you and your church and your youth group to the West Georgia D-Now, which takes place at Midway Church you can look up information about it at westgadnow.com. That's westgadnow.com. February 28th through the 29th, 2020. A bunch of churches and youth groups will be getting together for a huge worship weekend. Friday night, Saturday morning, and Saturday night. It's going to be incredible. We have incredible, great speakers. Daniel Gray, uh, some friends of mine, Chelsea and Nick Hurst. Uh, we'll be there. We have worship led by Kyle Edenfield. It's going to be incredible. Everyone that comes ends up just absolutely loving it. So if you're interested, look up westgadnow.com or look for the Instagram page at westgadnow. But again, that's westgadnow.com or Instagram westgadnow. The second thing is brought to you by Brothers Argue, a brand new podcast where you get to find out what we think about the world. And by we, I mean my brother and I. That's right. Zach and Austin. Austin and Zach, we are bringing our thoughts to the world. Did anyone ask for it? No. But, uh, you know, maybe it's one of those things you didn't ask for and then you got it and you're like, where's this been all my life? That's right. Zach and I are discussing all sorts of topics from trending topics to uh, conspiracy theories to politics to sports, YouTube, all sorts of stuff. There's a lot going on in the world. You need to know about it. It's not really a news thing. It's more of like a here's our thought thing. So follow Brothers Argue on Instagram. We're doing a huge giveaway, and we will be announcing that giveaway on New Year's. Oh, my goodness. That's so soon at the time of this recording. So, um, yeah, get get in on this, okay? Brothers Argue right now at Brothers Argue. Follow the Instagram page and get ready for the February launch of that podcast. Now, without any further ado, let's jump back into the show. All right, everyone, welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. We're going to hit you with some questions. Okay. So earlier today, at the time of this recording, we asked the community uh-huh. to ask you questions. So <laughs> the first one we got uh-huh. was, when are the two of you teaming up to do the new podcast? Now, I, need to, <laughs> I do need to give context here because uh, in the last two episodes or a couple episodes, I have mentioned that I am starting a new podcast. Right. However, it's not this particular podcast I was talking mm-hmm. about, so I don't want to confuse anyone. However, why don't you fill in the people of what Roy? <coughs> oh, sorry, not supposed to say wow. names. Name drop uh, is referring to. Um, so we talked about this at a camp that we were all at. Yeah. Um, it's called Glass House, right? That's right. Um, and it's gonna be wait, it's gonna be in like a glass, <laughs> um, facility, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe this, like what it's gonna look like, but anyway. Um, our our vision <laughs> is it's going to be out in the woods, like in beauty, yeah. right? So we can talk anything we want, but we're going to be sitting inside 
like a fully glass area. Or now, mostly. There were, but there was three hosts to this show. Oh, yeah. It was going to be me and you yeah. and Roy, right? And Roy. And, and, and Roy. So he needs to, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he said the two of you. Right. Because here's the thing. He's he, going to be there. Roy so. seems to have this idea. I know he's listening mm-hmm. right now. I know he's working out and listening to this right, right now. So <laughs> Roy, Roy has this idea that he's not fun. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't get that. He so is, but I think he's hilarious. Uh-huh. Have you ever played Ultimate Frisbee with Roy? Yes. Oh wait, we have. Yes. <laughs> he's a fun guy. It is really fun. He laid down in an ant bed. I mean, he did. He sacrifices. You yeah, know, he's a sweet, sweet boy. Mm-hmm. Servant's heart. Yeah, we t- <laughs> we talked about doing a podcast. And we were going to call it Glass House. Right. Um, but really, it's going to be more than a podcast. It's going to be like a whole production, like Glass House. Yeah. Why are we telling the people? You know. This is trademarked right now, right, by the do way. Do not steal um, Don't take our ideas because yeah. we will hunt you down. Yeah, it's going to be really cool whenever, yep. it, whenever it happens one day. <laughs> the other one that we talked about was another podcast called. Oh, Interrupt It. Interrupt It. Yes. I mean, do you want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, I can talk about that. So. Roy again is a part of this this podcast. Um, he and I and my, our friend Seth, mm-hmm. and then well, we were all going to be like the people in charge of this podcast. Yeah, and basically we wanted to bring light to like what everyday life looks like for the normal young adult, um, and kind of like talk our life stories, bring other people on, and have some fun with it because all of us together are like. We're really humorous, mm-hmm. um, you know, not, not to brag, but like we like we just have f- yeah. a lot of fun and we love to laugh. And so we figured, why not? Why not bring that um, to life? That's how great podcasts start. You know, yeah. why not just do it? <laughs> you know, people get please, listen, people give <laughs> a lot of heat because so many like uh, I see a lot of people on Twitter. They're like, hey, I have an idea. Why don't you start another podcast? <laughs> not to me directly, just like right. in general. And I'm like, dude, why not? You know, that's exactly. like saying why not? that's like saying uh Hey, I have an idea. Why don't you upload a YouTube video? Yeah. It's like, okay, do well it. then do it. People yeah. are like starting businesses off that job. Yeah. I mean, they're influencers. Like they're doing mm-hmm. things that a lot of us could do. Yeah. And are, you know, that, I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I had a conversation with someone who said, I don't, I don't understand Instagram. Mm. Now I understand that because, so this person's from a different generation. Okay. Okay. A couple yeah. of generations before you and I, and uh, this person so I don't understand Instagram at all. I, I understand Facebook. Is, yeah. it, is it just another version of Facebook? And in a way, well, sure, in that it is a social platform. Yeah. But. It's different. It's different. It has like, I, okay, I just, this might be like a sin, but I just joined <laughs> Facebook this year. Like legitimately oh, no. had no reason to join. Let me ask you a question. Just hold that thought. Is it a sin to have just joined Facebook? Or are you saying that it's a sin to now be on Facebook? You know, both. Oh. Maybe both. Oh, Maybe. No. I just don't know. Because I literally have navigated around on Instagram for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And then I just got a job. And so now I I kind of have to have a Facebook just to, you know, keep in touch with certain people. And yeah. um, it doesn't really like draw me in, you know, like I love Instagram because of the pictures and the aspect of like being able to share a picture Mm -hmm. and then caption that. Um, I think pictures speak tons more than we give them the ability to on the normal. And so I really love it, but 
I understand where some people might not. I think it's so. great because <laughs> I, I've seen people start. We know people. You yeah, and I yeah. that have started businesses from yes. Instagram and do extraordinarily well. Like really well. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I'm not, that wasn't, when I bring up the question of what is the difference between Instagram, I'm not hating on anyone that doesn't right. understand the difference. What I am saying though is that you can, you, all they are tools. Very much tools. That's all it is. Uh-huh. And so it, it really just, when you go into it, is it, are you a consumer? Uh-huh. Or are you more of, you know, like an I'm entrepreneur? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you going to go for it? Mm-hmm. So uh, like flow and all that stuff matters. Yeah. Stuff. I go back and look at some of my old pictures and it's like, I, yes, I just wanted to yes. get the word out there about my, you know, yeah. like, here's what I ate today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's changed. A lot of people still think that's all millennials do is uh-huh. tell people what we eat. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not that, you yeah. know, it, we share like life stories and progress and I don't know, on mine, I share music. Like yeah. I'll sing some on there. So if people want to see like the things that I like to do and the people that I hang out with, like that's all on there. Yeah. My, my life is there for you yeah, to it's, check it's out. Yeah, it's a profile for you to check out. I mean, yeah. it's, it's highlights at least right. of your life. And it's so, not everything, but yeah. yeah. Now, and now there's this new movement where people are just posting the most organic things that they yes. can. Yes, yeah. I think that's great. It, um, Instagram is doing something yeah. that I want to get your thought on. Okay. They're removing... The likes. The likes. Now, you can still like things, mm-hmm. but only you can see your likes. Yeah. So, like, I can't see how many likes Nicole has, mm-hmm. but Nicole knows how many likes she got. What do you think of that? I think I think that's good. Yeah? Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll give this reasoning behind it. I think the generation that's upcoming and, like, the present-day users of Instagram have become really focused on everyone else's lives – really weirdly like if you think about it like we love to follow one another yeah but there comes a point where i feel like we don't need to know who's liking that friend of a friend of a friend's post um like great for them that they're getting like you know traction on their page and great for them that they're you know sharing their life and having fun doing so but like okay if, if i got a bunch of likes from this person or that person like that's my business, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it's not to say that I'm like, I don't want it to be out there, but I think that social media does get to a point where there is so much out there that maybe, maybe it does need to tone down a little bit, just a little. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is some privacy and why not? Like Instagram's done some crazy stuff before they've crashed this year at some point yeah. and that, that sparked craziness. So, I mean, let's do it. Well, let's see what they've got, you know? I think it. I think it's interesting because cause at first I was very much against it. And I was like, I, I don't – because if it, it – it depends on the situation. But, like, if you're – let's say – because I, I know some people that reach out to influencers yeah. for, let's say, advertisement. Mm-hmm. And they check on engagement. And so, right. like, if they don't think you're getting the engagement – like, you know, because you can – bought followers like uh-huh. you can basically pay for followers but that doesn't mean you'll have high engagement on your post yeah this is getting so nerdy i'm so sorry no but, it's good because yeah. i'm literally in a like a digital social media class right now in college okay so, so this i'm is obsessed so with it we just yeah. had this conversation with ben people on here all my listeners know i'm obsessed with social media <laughs> marketing so um we're having at it mm-hmm. however uh, they do check engagement. They, they do want to know that your analytics match up with your following they do so for example um uh, there are like, like I, I know a couple of, let's just, for instance, this is just true. I, uh-huh. I mean, like a girl 
can can post a picture uh-huh. of a coffee mug and yeah. it'll get with her holding it if she's uh-huh. in the picture like people know if she's in the picture and she posts a selfie for she'll get about 300 likes yeah yeah you know whereas if i were to do the same thing <laughs> i'd get like 30 you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know what that is it, it just is yeah <laughs> so but sometimes people will will check and then, you know so like someone might have like 9000 followers yeah. and they'll be like yeah i got 9000 followers you know you can pay me to advertise for you uh-huh. and then but then you go and look at their posts and it's like you have 9000 followers but you got 200 likes last week right total it's like what's up so what's going on uh-huh. there you know so i do believe that that was the one thing that really was like see i don't i want to know how real you are that is true like that's something that we'll miss if, yeah. when they do this i don't know people have said that they've already done it and i don't see i haven't seen it on mine yet right so i don't know i mean i, I do i've kind of changed my tone on it a little bit though uh-huh. because i did i mean when i did some research like you can if you are reaching out to influencers for advertisement you yeah. can request analytics yeah and so i i do think that's a big deal i i do let me ask you this question okay do you think people put too much stock in because that's kind of the, okay. the saying is yeah yeah don't worry about likes on Instagram. Right, don't do it. You know, worry about the people around <laughs> you. Uh, that's true. But do you think people put too much stock in the likes that they get back? I think, oh my goodness. Okay, I've had a lot of friends that have talked with me about social media because we're all, we're very aware of like what we're putting out. Yeah. Um, and so some of my friends became like obsessed with who liked what Mm -hmm. and what was happening on their page and i mean it became like so much so and like almost like an addiction for them where they had to like stop immediate for a couple months just to like get back on the normalcy of you know and then for then there's people like me who like i'll I'll go on there and i'll have fun and you know post whatever but that doesn't really matter so much so i feel like i don't know like i feel like i don't know it, it 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 all depends, I guess, on what like what we're making of those likes mm. and what we're making of um, those things. If that becomes like, oh my gosh, my identity is in that, then then we should be scared. And do then, you think they're self aware enough to know that their identity is in that? Yeah, I think I think some people really do put their identity in the hands of others. Interesting. And, and yeah, and like I'm not gonna lie, like there's been times in my life where that's happened to me, and not social media wise, but like just in general. Yeah. And I feel like you, you do know, like, you know, if you're putting your identity in those things and what needs to be done, sometimes you got to back up. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you got to, and then there's people who actually just don't find their identity in those things and like crave genuine, actual genuine conversation. And so they use media to be just to get, to, get in touch with other people and, and learn from other people and, and see what other creatives are doing. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I just love to use it as a tool to, to grow yeah. and to talk with other people who are just like me or not like me. Yeah. You know, it's great. It's a great, great tool if you use it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for one, I, so I do subscribe to the idea that, that not everyone, but generally speaking, people put too much stock yeah. And what they get back versus what they put out. Mm-hmm. And cause I, I know that because I do it mm-hmm. constantly and I'm not one to really care. Yeah. And I, I know you've only known me two years, but I think you could probably tell. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I really don't care that much mm-hmm. what people think. But you're aware. But I'm very aware. Mm-hmm. And if, I'm the same way. I'll sometimes I'll, I'll get upset about something like, oh, I'll see someone tweet something. Uh-huh. Right. So like, for example, this happened today. I'm just getting transparent. <laughs> just get real. I'm just getting you know? real. It's real organic. <laughs> 
Someone tweeted, who is a micro-Christian influencer. Okay. Just two words, Jesus saves. Mm-hmm. And it got, I mean, it got like a lot of All the likes. feedback. Oh, okay. And, well, like positive feedback. Yeah, right, but right. like a ton of likes, a ton of retweets and mm-hmm. stuff. Now, they're a micro-influencer. Like I'm talking um, maybe 3,000 followers on okay. Twitter. All right. And and so, you know, doing doing better than I am. And <laughs> I'll see that, though, but the people that that let's say the that there is someone that follows me that also follows them uh-huh well if if i tweet the same thing because i've tried this before okay so i'll tweet You've the done same this thing experimentation. i've done this experiment <laughs> because i'm interested right 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 and it will slightly bother me because i'm like so what what am i saying that yeah. they're not saying or vice versa yeah well it's not that it's who's saying it uh-huh so it is if i put so then i i tweeted uh this is actually like a, two weeks ago i tweeted um, something that was similar to what someone else tweeted. I don't remember what it was. Right. I deleted it because I was angry with myself after doing it. <laughs> but I tried it out, and I waited probably two days. Yeah. Three, I think I got three favorites three. versus versus wow. someone. But I have those same people that follow me Yeah. follow this particular person that got like 3,000 favorites. Right? Yeah, and you're like, what's up? Like, so, I- But like, obviously, there's way more that goes into that. Right, there is. There's a lot more. But it is interesting. And so I realized in that moment, I was like, see, I, I think even I put too much stock into this. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you, you ever like check your likes mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, someone said liked my thing. Like, let's get real, real. Right. Let's you, get real. Do you check your uh, Insta story? Like who views your Insta story every time? Uh, not every time. But sometimes. I do every time. Oh, really? And I don't know why. It's the same people. Right. Right. <laughs> no, it's true. Like sometimes you just want to know. You just want to know. Mm-hmm. Like, or if, if, if you're with your friends and they're like, oh, like. Did so-and-so check your story? You're like, oh, I can, let me go check. Let me go see. Yeah. But honestly, like, I'll check it just to, just because I'm curious. Like, okay, who is actually engaging with me? And I'll, like, I'll see engagement from, like, high school friends that I didn't even know really cared to, to know about my life. Yeah. And I think it's really cool. Like, I, I love that I can see that. But also, on a day where I just don't, I don't care to, you mm-hmm. know, I don't have to look you at it. You almost get tired. Yeah. Of, of wondering. Yeah, because if you keep wondering and you keep wondering, it's just, it's a never ending cycle. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where you don't want to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Roy, I hope that answers your question. Yes, Roy. <laughs> about, <laughs> about the podcast. Sorry, that was very long. We went somewhere deep, you know? That's okay. That's fine. That's what this is all about. Yeah. All right, let's go to our next question from, well, I'm not going to say their names anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next question comes from someone. What is Nicole's biggest achievement? Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Um this is a this is a question that like I I get every day. <laughs> oh no, sorry. I, I sorry. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I I just I never really know how to answer it, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna try to. Okay. Um right now. Could it be okay, could I say like I'm about to make one of the biggest achievements of my life, I think, which is graduating college. Okay. Um, Why don't you say what it's about to be? And then you could say, but before that happens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what it's about to be, Mm -hmm. I'm about to be a college graduate. Thank you, God. Wow. And I have been going at this for like the last four and a half years. Your girl is on her extra lap. Yeah. 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 So no, no shame in my game. No, no, no. But I... I'm so thankful that I stuck it out mm-hmm. because I've learned so much about myself. And I guess that would be my upcoming achievement. Okay. I think my 
biggest achievement so far um just that's happened to me would probably be deciding to to really commit to like who I am as a person um when I got to college Mm. um I feel like when I was in high school, I was always just doing so many things that I never actually took time to sit down and go, Nicole, what do you want? Yeah. Um, you know, and like, what is it that God made you to do? Yeah, we've all been there. You know, you, you get caught up in the hustle bustle of like your friends and your family yeah. and you want to please everyone. At least I do. I'm like on the Enneagram, I'm a three wing four. Oh, man. I think I think I'm a wing four. We just brought the Enneagram into this. I know. I know. I can't, uh, I can't remember what I am. I'm going to be honest. Oh, it's okay. What does that make me? But no, it doesn't make you anything. You're, you're good. You're good. And um, but yeah, like I am. Well, I thought I was a three wing two, but I, I think I'm a three wing four. Okay. And basically what that means is like I am very success oriented. And so I just like I, I'm very like a workaholic type of personality. Yeah. So I just I always went with whatever was next. Like I was always just like climbing that ladder. High school was like that. And even when I got into college, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to stay focused. Like, I'm going to have that vision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go after it. I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. And God totally was like, no, you're not. Like, you're not going to do that. You're going to be what I called you to. And you're going to go along with it. So my sophomore year, this is a story that, like, I I don't always, like, share with people unless they ask. And so, but I'll share, share. on here. So my freshman year of college, I came in with, like, a bunch of friends from high school. Um, and we ended up, like living together our sophomore year of college and oh, wow. it just never like it it wasn't good for us like it was a little bit toxic mm. um there was a lot of like just it i don't know you know how like you learn people well when you live with them yeah oh, yes yes and um i just realized like i could not live uh, with a specific group and i had to make a choice honestly whether i was going to like continue to live with them continue to go through with pleasing them or if I was going to take a step away from that and really find out what I wanted to do with my life. Would you say that in that time you were with them, thinking about the success that you wanted to have, was mm-hmm. being with them giving you anxiety yeah. to get away so that you could achieve yeah. that success? Because yeah. I, I understand that 100%. Yes. I had a lot of anxiety, like a lot. Yeah. And I like that's something that I actually struggle with. Like I, I do get anxious very, very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, not because like I want to, but because it's just like, when things are coming at you full swing and like people are asking questions and and they want to know so much about you but you don't even seem to know a mm. lot about you. Yeah. You start to like get scared cuz you're like, "Oh my gosh, like who who am I? Mm-hmm. Who like what is my identity? Like what's going on?" And so God really challenged me in that because there were there were times where I felt like I didn't even know, you know, who I was. And um the end of my sophomore year, um I got the opportunity to go to this thing called beach project, um, with my school. Very familiar. Yeah. And I, I decided to take that summer and, and make it about learning more about myself and the Lord and my relationship with him and who I was as an individual. Mm -hmm. Um, and getting out of that, it was like a two month thing down in Panama city beach. So fun. Um, I met the realest friends. I met people who loved me well, cared for me, um, and showed me, that I wasn't what other people told me I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I got caught up in that very much so before I went on that that um, that trip just because I think society tells us, oh, like you have to please people and you have to look the part and you have to be everything that 
you know, everyone else wants you to be. Don't yeah. show who you are for real, for real, you know, keep a mask on. And, and I was like totally over that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's my biggest achievement. Like nowadays, like I am who I am. And so if you come up to me and you ask me a question about me, I'm going to tell you who I am. Yeah. I'm an open book and I'm proud of that. So yeah. I respect that so much. Great answer. <laughs> Thank you. Man, five gold stars. It's our <laughs> first grading system. Yes, on yes. Your story matters. <laughs> Man, really well done. Okay, the Thanks. next question. Now, this is deep. And so I want you to just really take a second to think about what is this person asked you. Okay, okay. What, I'm preparing. What's Nicole's favorite color? Oh, yellow. Yellow. I love that color. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that deep insightful question you're welcome the next one is what is her favorite band um the bank yeah i'm gonna go with this one the van camino, camino. I, I love them yeah but i also really love um the paper kites because they're like a chill band that i'll listen to especially right now in the fall and winter time yeah they're really nice to listen to as, as well yeah i people ask me that question and i i've never had a good answer i don't know yeah i like and when you when you love music, it's like, man, I uh, yeah. I just I don't know. I, I know what I don't like. Right. But, uh, you know what I'm right. saying? But like I like so much. Uh -huh. Um I don't know. My playlists are like full of just random things. Like they're not ever perfect. Ever. Yeah, mine mine's not either. Yeah. Mine's like all over the place right now. Yeah. And I, I really don't I don't have an answer. This question really wasn't for me anyway. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to know what you had to say about it. Though. Yeah, but I don't have an answer, so I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> and then the last one is, what is her favorite song to sing currently? So live. Let's okay. go with live. Like as in secular music or, sure. or worship music? Either one. Both. Okay. Okay. We'll go, we'll go with both. Yeah. Um, so my favorite song to sing right now... Um, Gosh, that's a hard one. Yeah. Um. Okay, I really love this song, it, and it's it's been a song that I've sang for a while. Yeah. But every time I get to sing it, like it'll like be off our our set list for a while for like weeks at on end, and then suddenly just pops back in. Um, I love King of My Heart. Um, oh, okay. And so I don't know why, but that song just gets me hyped. Wow, like all it right. really does. And mm -hmm. then. If I was to go and sing somewhere and like just sing secular music, I think it would be something, I don't know, maybe something by um, Doherty Searcy or um, uh, Maggie Rogers, um, mm. two, two artists that I think are amazing and um, are doing something different for the music scene. Um, I'm not uh, a mainstream type person when it comes to music yeah so i really prefer like indie music and things like that where i kind of have to challenge myself to go and dig what do you think um, that is that draws you to that um i think the, a creative aspect is is a part mm. of that and i think there's a lot of more genuine a little more real uh, yeah like it's it's organic it's it's all what that person might have gone through or it's just real life and it also like pulls at my heartstrings so I feel like when I hear music that does that, I'm I'm hooked. Like mm -hmm. I I just I love it. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, one that I skipped on accident. Favorite podcast? Um, definitely this one. <laughs> Five <Definitely. old> stars. <laughs> Boom! You heard it here first. We love it. We love it. Sorry. Uh, ooh, yeah. There's a yoga <laughs> class. Sorry, April. Oops. Um, 
Man, that's great. So you you do have a song we mentioned it earlier? Yeah. Build My Life? Build My Life. Talk about out. it. You you did Build My Life with uh-huh. Kyle. What was that like having your first single come out? Um, That was honestly wild. Yeah. Like as it was getting closer to like the day, I was like so excited, but I also was so scared. Really? Yeah. Because I was like thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, like this is happening and this is going to be on like streaming like, like uh, people are going to be able to stream me on, like, Spotify. And was that the first time your voice had been on Spotify and iTunes all that stuff? Um, Yeah. Like, wow. I mean, I've done, like, background vocals and stuff, for, but, like, to be leading a song. Featured. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man. It, it's wild to me. So. Yeah. But, yeah, ever since it's been out, I've been like, wow, this, this, this dream that a little Nicole had is now, like. It's real. Yeah, it's real. And it's, it's and it really came weird. with really good artwork. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. Let me just say it because uh-huh. I appreciate some good artwork. And yeah, that's my friend Natalie. Yeah, Natalie. She's, she's great. That's Wit's wife. Yeah, Wit's wife. Wit's wife. Uh-huh. She's killing it. Our drummer's wife. He's Wit's they're, they're amazing. Wit's the man. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, doesn't he have a nickname for his drumming style? Yeah. I don't know, but like the wild man. Yeah, the remember. wild man or something, something like that. that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. If you never see, you, you got to see Midway. <laughs> you got to see Midway live. You, you just do. watch, watch Whip play some drums, man, because yeah. he's a legend. He's got the head in it, and he, like, yeah, he's got the head bob. He'll, he'll stand up and play. Yeah, I've seen him do a backflip while playing. Oh, oh, really? No, <laughs> but uh, but he's amazing. He's he's great I at love, what he does. I love Whip. I love everyone on that band. You mentioned. Um, you mentioned we're gonna go through two more things. We'll be done. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned being an extrovert. I am. I'm someone that's an extrovert as well. I I, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that very 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 much. Let me let me ask you this question though. For my extroverts out there and introverts, I want to gain perspective. Yeah. Do you ever feel like? Do you ever feel like you're on, all the time, and then, when mm. you're off, you are off. Absolutely. Okay. Like. Talk about that. Okay, I'll give you insight to this. So a lot of my friends, they look to me as like the um, the encourager mm-hmm. um, because that's naturally like just who I am. Like I can hype someone up and make them feel really, really confident about themselves because they deserve to feel that and everyone should be confident, you know? I love that. I love mm-hmm. helping people in that. Yeah. Um, but on the days where I wake up and I'm like waking up late, my alarm did not go off, I am feeling like, just the weight of the world. Um, those off days, I do not seem very um, extroverted. Like I seem like I'm in between or like I don't always want to talk. Mm-hmm. But it's not because I don't. It's because like I'm human and there are days where we're going to have off days. Sure. Um, I And I try so hard. I try so hard when I have those off days to be like, oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Because you know the questions are going to come. Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah. They they look at you and they're like, wait, are you you tired? Are you sad? Did you cry? And you're like, (laughs) no. Like, I'm just trying to make it out here. But yeah, yeah, I I do think that's a thing. It's very interesting because I'm I'm trying to be more self-aware about how I am. Uh And I I know that I'm an extrovert, but I've heard people make the, the... comment before that you know well i'm a extroverted introvert or i'm an introverted extrovert this is this is very true and i don't (laughs) i don't necessarily think that's real i think that any because for example so my wife and i are completely opposite okay i'm an extrovert anna's full-on introvert yeah but when it's me and anna Mm -hmm. she's full-on extrovert and i'm full-on introvert 
Okay. I don't I don't talk a lot. Yeah. I just yeah. don't. And I think it's because I spend my day uh-huh. on all day. Yeah. <clears throat> so like for example, we'll go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't talk to the hostess. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't talk to them. No, uh, not, and it's not out of like hatred. It's just like, like, uh, like, but. It, like we walk in and they'll go, how many? And Anna will answer, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or I let like Anna, do, I just, it's weird. No, but it, it is a thing because I do the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like you, you mean it by, by any means, but like, I think you just, you know your personality, you know yourself, mm. and I think there's some moments where you just you just want to be like, you know, a little back and not in the yeah. spotlight when it comes to like personality, because you know your personality is like full and engaging, mm. and people see that. Yeah, people work off of that, and so some days you just you just want to learn. You want to just kind of be. Yeah, you know, yeah. Not, you just want to yeah. enjoy what's around you. You yeah. know. I think that's interesting. It's it's great to. To gain that perspective, yeah, as a fellow extrovert, yeah, <laughs> um, because there, you know, I, I spend a lot of my time like a lot of people, you know, if I don't talk enough, uh-huh. everyone asks what's wrong with me, or okay. if yeah, I'm in a meeting. Same. So like um, every staff meeting or any any meeting that I'm in with a group of people, I, yeah. I do probably the least amount of talking. Me too. In, in school, uh-huh. I did not talk in class. I did not raise my hand to answer the question. I'm the same way. So I was like, am, am I an extrovert? Or? What's going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what, Who am I? Why am I so different? <laughs> yeah. But then as soon as you get me out in the hallway, like I'm talking to everybody. Yeah. So um, I do think, I do find that interesting. Yeah. And, and to hear your side of it is mm-hmm. also interesting to me. And it's good to know I'm not alone. Because you're not. You're definitely not. I, I mean, when I'm at home, Anna will do, you know, I mean, she'll tell me about her day and she'll yeah. ask me about my day. And I'm like, yeah, it was good. And then I'm like, Austin, you can say more stuff. Right. Like more things happen. Exactly. It just won't come out. It's true. Or, or you feel like you've already told other people about your day. So do you ever yeah. like have those days where you like, you go home and you know, people ask like, Hey, how, like my roommates will ask me like, Nicole, how, how have you been? Yeah. Or like, what's been going on? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I did a little of this, a little of that. And then I'm like, okay, bye. Like I, I need to go <laughs> um, do some homework or whatever. And yeah. it's, it's, it's really weird because we expect that like everything is going to just fall out of us. And right. like, we're going to tell the whole story. But that's just not. How you it just is. feel empty. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you just you got it, and you also have to refill your cup. Mm. So like, it, there are moments where you're like, my cup is full. Yeah. I am ready. Like, let's do this. I'm gonna be really hyper today, yeah. and that's good. Yeah. But then there are days where you're like, I don't know where my cup is. Not feeling it. I think it fell over. It fell and over. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm still picking it up. Uh huh. I do feel, and then you got to feel for the introverts out there because, like, for example, Anna, people constantly are like, you're just so quiet. Yeah. They, they do that with my like, sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you're like, yep. well, that's going to get them talking. Yeah. Tell, you know, tell sure. them how quiet they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, people will will always ask an introvert who already doesn't talk a lot, yeah. what's wrong? You're not, you know, you haven't yeah. said anything. So it is weird, this 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 thought that, like, if you don't if you don't talk enough, something must be wrong, whether you're introverted or an extrovert. Yeah, and it's not true. Yeah. It's just not true. <laughs> yeah. But I'm guilty because I've done that with my sister. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. So I, I mean, I've done that too. I'm not saying like, yeah. we're bad people. Yeah, no, no. But I just realized that, like, as you said that, I was like, wow, I've done that before. Yeah. And Something to think about Nicole. Mm. You need to get out of here. You need to go I pray. I need to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Call your sister. Yeah. Right, right now. This. I'm so sorry. Uh, shout out to Amanda. Love you. <sighs> Sweet Amanda. <laughs> Sweet Amanda. Um, all right. Let's close with this last question. I ask everyone this question. Okay. Um, if there is one way your story could positively impact somebody how yeah. would you want it to 
Or how would you hope it would? Yeah. Um, I would hope that my story reminds people of what a real person is. Mm. Um, and that people who like are able to do like, like I'm blessed to be doing what I'm doing, but like I'm no different than anybody else. Sure. Um, but I think we, in, in a society today where everyone's like, oh, this person looks like they're famous or this person is, you know, they, their Instagram followers have, you know, a, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, people put people in boxes and expect them to be like all these things that like we're honestly not. Like I feel like everyone yeah. should know that like my story I want to influence them in the best way possible. Like I want them to feel um, freed by listening to things about me and learning about me. And um, I want them to know that there are people out here who are real. Mm. And I also want them to know that like they're not alone in the world and that they are loved and they're cared for. And like if I can bring that kind of love and that kind of care for other people um, through what I do and the music that I make and um, hey, that that's that's it. Man, you know? that's good. Yeah. That's a great answer. You've had a lot of great answers. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I know you that's so a, much. It's a tough question. Uh, everyone normally just pauses right there for a second. Yeah. And they have to gather themselves. Uh-huh. But you nailed it. And uh, <laughs> this is great. Nicole, if people wanted to connect with you, uh-huh. they want to get to know you a little bit better, yeah. not just through this podcast, but maybe through your socials. Yeah, my spoken socials. About today. How could they connect with you? Um, I am at Nicole Kirkman 96 on Instagram because that's the year I was born. So. Wow. Can you uh, figure out how old I am? Can you? you were born in 96. Six. Mm-hmm. So if my brother was born in 94 Ooh. and he's uh, 25, that would make you 23. I'm about to be. Yeah. Boom. Yep. That's how we do yep. quick math here. <laughs> I'm basically a human calculator. Yep. If they wanted to listen to any of your music, how could you, oh. you want to plug a little bit of that? Yeah. So um, follow Midway Music on Spotify or Apple or wherever you decide to stream music and YouTube Midway Music official that, that's our Instagram as well, at Midway Music Official. And then um, if you go online onto YouTube, type in Midway Music, um, you can find all of our music videos. And so awesome. take it all in and tell me what you feel like. Literally message me. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Nicole, you are a great guest. Thank you. Y'all, Thank you for having me. Let's give it up for Nicole. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm so happy. I hope you're in your car <laughs> yeah, or you're listening. Absolutely. Uh, that's Nicole. I'm Austin. If you haven't already, rate the show five stars on iTunes. If you're listening on Spotify, share it. Yeah. You can also share it on iTunes if you want. I'll, I'll try to do that. Maybe. Thanks. Thank you. And just, uh, yeah. Please. <laughs> tell your friends. Um, but rate the show five stars. Make sure you're following us at YSM Podcast on Instagram. And then you can look us up on Facebook. Search for that little yellow story logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the last episode of season two. I feel honored. You did it. Yeah. We, we came into the finish line, and, and you were the closer. Hey. Well done, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Everyone, we will see you <laughs> in season three. Woo. Real soon. Yeah.